Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hi, and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran, and my guest today is Esther Weinberg, who is the founder of the MindLight Group. And they work with organizations, individuals, uh, executives, and teams on developing personal and professional power through dignity. Esther, welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure. So uh, what was particularly interesting to me Mm. was you had said, um, you know, in, you know, in, in your conversation, you said, it's important to master dignity, boundaries, mm. standards, curiosity within yourself in order to give to others. So let's talk a little bit about dignity. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think dignity is talked about as often in business as perhaps it should. Um, so, so first of all, why don't we get sort of a sort of a set of ground rules on what is dignity? How does, how does, in a business context, and how does one go about creating dignity for themselves? Yeah, those are all great foundational questions. I mean, look, when, 
When I talk about dignity, to your point, I mean, I've been working in organizations for over 20 years, and I would say that the one missing link is it. And it was interesting because there was a survey that was done by Christine Porath from Georgetown University, and she surveyed nearly, nearly um, 20,000 employees worldwide. And respondents actually ranked respect as the most leadership and most important leadership behavior. And when I think of dignity, when I define it, first of all, I would say dignity is the value to which we place on other people and ourselves in the workplace. And lots of times that is marginalized very quickly, which I, I, I'll give you an example in a minute. But I would say the foundation of dignity is having trust, respect, and safety. I mean, just if you think about it from a small level to a big level, let's say, uh, like most people today, have a huge volume of work. Most people I know and who I work with have very little time. Everyone's trying to look for a, a work hack to maximize the amount of time that you have because you're juggling technology, you're juggling increasing workloads, you're juggling also in uh, hidden and uh, non-hidden expectations of people around you and, and deliverables. So let's say you're given a, uh, something to do by your, your boss. Your boss gives you another task to do. You've got about five of them on your list already that are all of equal importance, but your boss doesn't have an opportunity to actually either A, explain what is really expected out of the new deliverable, or B, they don't have the opportunity to really shape what exactly they're even looking for. And so you're left in the dust. And so you don't really have a place to work from in terms of being safe about, am I gonna do this and it's gonna work? Am I gonna do this and it's not? And also depends on the kind of boss you work for. Some people work for great bosses who, are, who realize when they're off, they catch themselves and they come back to you and they apologize, they take responsibility, sit you down, they have conversations. But then there's lots of bosses out there and supervisors who, who are not that way, who don't have the language and conversation to actually address the fact that something was off. Something was off with what they gave you. Something was off in how they explained it. Something was off in even the task itself. So like I said, it's a very small thing, but I would say that most, most areas of dignity inside of corporations, they start up very small and then they get very big. That's interesting. So, you know, the other thing that uh, comes up is when we talk about dignity or being mm -hmm. dignified, um, often that's mistaken for formality that's mistaken yes. for a degree of uh, you know stiffness or mm -hmm. a level of um i guess formality is probably the best way to put it um with you know social media becoming so important even for you know whether you're an entrepreneur or uh, whether you're a large corporation um, social media as a way to connect with your customers and prospects has become extremely important and sure. even within social media there is uh, a need for radical authenticity where you <laughs> need to be uh, completely open uh, because you know people have become so jaded that they tend to doubt anything that looks perfect. And, That's true. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's always good to show your whole self, warts and all, um, so that people understand that, you know, it's a much deeper level of connection. So how do you, how do you reconcile that with dignity? Because often, 
when you're exposing your most vulnerable side, when you're talking about mistakes you've made, the mm. troubles you've been through, problems you've had, failures in your business or in your personal life, um, you're not looking very dignified. Um, so how do you reconcile the need to maintain dignity versus the need for radical authenticity? Well, it's, it's, it's such an interesting point that you bring up. I think we may be collapsing things. All that dignity is, is the value that we have for each other. And it gets marginalized really fast when workplaces become a hotbed of conflict. Behavior run amok, poor communication, language that breaks down people rather than builds up, allows tolerations and suffering on a really profound level. So that's like the baseline. I mean, if you're, what I would say is, you know, if people speak poorly about each other, admonish each other in public, or they actively seek to gain power over another or dismiss each other, they're inherently treating someone like you don't have any value at all. To your point that you're bringing about vulnerability, I think that vulnerability is a part of trust, respect, and safety that you create for you and you create for other people. So if someone's being vulnerable to you, to your point, they're really saying, you know, hey, look, I made a mistake. Um, I really went about this in the wrong way. I, mis I misrepresented or I misconstrued the original intention. Then as the person who's receiving that information, I have a choice to make in that moment. And this is a, what I love about this concept is that it's ag agnostic of title. You have the responsibility as the receiver in how you're going to respond. You can respond by saying, well, that's terrible. You know, you're an idiot. Or you can scream at someone by having them feel absolutely terrible. Or if you say to yourself, if you pause yourself and say, okay, how can I in this moment bring trust, respect, and safety into this moment? This person's being really vulnerable with me. How do I actually build on that? If I'm the person's boss and they're bringing an error or mistake, it depends on the magnitude either way, we deal with it. But if you start admonishing them, raking them over the coals, telling them how stupid they are, how terrible you are. I mean, I had a boss that once did that that told me I, I had made a mistake on an invitation years and years ago when we couldn't reprint them, if you remember those days. Mm -hmm. And he had, you know, he said, you know, you're, he called me stupid. That is not bringing dignity. If instead he would have said, look, I get that we make mistakes. What are you doing to correct it? What did you put in place? Let's figure out how the mistake was made so it doesn't happen again. Let's figure out the actions for how to make it better. That's what I would say operating from a place of dignity. Okay, that sounds, that sounds good. So uh, we just have a couple of minutes left in this segment. Um, so let's talk a little bit about a business owner mm -hmm. um, relating to their customers or clients. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the situations in which uh, dignity is most often lost is in that equation between a service provider or a product provider mm -hmm. to their customer or client, where okay. the, the, the old notion of the customer is always right, right. Um, sort of gets in the way. And uh, especially small business owners tend to feel like, I mean, they're the customer, so I just have to agree to whatever they say. So in that equation, um, can you talk about one or two practical things that a business owner can do to preserve dignity? First of all, I would say, oh, it's such a great question, because I would say that I've seen it happen time and time and time again. Um, well, first of all, I would say the practical thing you can do is first make sure that you're clean, meaning that 
typically what I find is that entrepreneurs will get really upset about a client and they'll get, um, you know, someone changes a deadline or someone changes the scope of work on you and you've, you've contracted for one particular scope of work that is now going to cost $50,000, but the client doesn't realize it. You're upset, you're angry, you're frustrated. The one thing I would say first and foremost is examine how did you position, state, put in writing all the expectations? How did you re-examine, how did you put in place anything that you would re-examine the situation at hand? You know, if you can do it through that lens, that's number one. The second thing is, I would say that um, clients do sometimes get, um, they get angry, they get upset, they get frustrated. I would say that we as service providers have to also understand what's the pressures that they are under that's causing them to act in a way that they may not even know that's out of dignity. So um, it could be that they're under, that, that uh, deadlines have changed. It could be that there was a mistake in something. It could be that it's not even their doing, the people that you're dealing with specifically, but it's um, two or three other divisions or departments in the organization that you're dealing with and that's where it comes from. So you have to make sure that if you're getting frustrated, that first of all, you make sure A, you take responsibility, C, examine your actions and see how that, how did it go awry? How did it go awry and how did it go awry really, really quickly? Second thing is your client has to know immediately that you're on board with them to solve it. But you wanna make sure that you're asking the most important questions in order to get to the heart of what you want. Because typically what I also find is when a client comes to you and they their hair is on fire, they're really upset about something, they want something done differently, something goes out of scope, then what happens is that we move into action almost sometimes too fast without asking the questions, the real questions that get to the heart of curiosity, of getting to the heart of what exactly happened what went wrong, what exactly has to happen now and has to happen quickly, and what do you need to put into place so this does not happen in the future? Not always, even though it sounds simple, not always do those things work in alignment. Great. Okay, well, let's take a short break. and When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Esther Weinberg. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stay tuned for more of The Entrepreneur Effect when we return. WebmasterRadio.fm is the destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Engage with our panel of on-air experts and peers by following us on Facebook, Google+, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can listen to WebmasterRadio.fm on air or on demand from our website or through iTunes, Stitcher, or however you get your podcasts. Interact and stay informed. Just search for webmasterradio.fm. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let webmasterradio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. Webmasterradio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress. 
powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. You are experiencing the Entrepreneur Effect only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Esther Weinberg, um, and we're chatting about dignity and how you can create personal and professional power through dignity. Um, so before uh, we, we continue our conversation, there's one thing that I do want to mention to our listeners. Um, you know, we have just such great guests. Esther is just one of one example of some of the fabulous guests that we have on our show. If you'd like to listen to um, interviews with uh, people that we haven't yet interviewed, or if you have an idea of someone that you would hear us interview, would love to hear us interview, go to entrepreneureffectradio.com, entrepreneureffectradio.com, and put in whatever suggestions you have. If there's a particular interview that you specifically liked, that's great. If there's someone you'd like us to interview, put that in. Or if there's a topic you'd like us to bring in a guest to talk about, tell us that too. We'd love to hear from you and we'll, uh, we'll be sure to get somebody that would answer uh, your thoughts and your questions in our, in our interviews going forward. All right, let's get back to our uh, conversation with Esther Weinberg. So Esther, before the break, we were talking mm -hmm. about um, how we could maintain dignity or create dignity in that interchange between a service provider and a client or a customer. Um, but you know, what we're seeing in the world today, including within our political environment, what's happening in Washington, et cetera, is a complete breakdown of dignity. Mm -hmm. uh, at least that's the way it appears to someone, you know, just reading the newspapers or watching the news. Um, people are being called names and there is a complete breakdown of, of dignity. So as an expert in dignity, what do you think? Where did that come from? And how can we prevent that sort of thing from happening in our businesses? You know, I'll give you a great example. There was um, when the, not to get political, but I will say that in the recent political climate, I, I was part of a, a group and they were um, rallying politically to see what kind of change they can make in our government. And I remember in the first meeting that we had, someone, I think, very eloquently said, you know, we're on one side of the aisle. Our thoughts, our beliefs, our perspectives are on one side. I think our goal as a, as a team is to get more clarity on what other people who don't think like us feel. Where are they really coming from? But not from a place of just as a yeah, 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 or, you know, you can say, when someone asks you, you could say, yeah, you know, I, t I talk to people who think differently than I do, but that you can really investigate why people feel the way they do. What are their struggles? What are their pain points? How did, it, how did they come to the conclusion that they have? I think that we've lost dialogue, meaningful, um, intentional dialogue that really gets to the heart of me wanting to understand the way you feel. 
your perspectives, where you're coming from, what your challenges are, what's bringing you to the decisions that you are. And instead we're, we're going through knee-jerk reactions. The other thing I would also say is I think we have, we've developed a tolerance for really bad behavior too. And being, if you're going to foster this notion of dignity, it doesn't mean that you don't move into action when there's bad behavior run amok. You get into action. You know, for example, if you're working inside of an organization and there's someone who works for you, I'll give you, I'll give you an example of this. I had a client of mine who um, we did an assessment for his organization and we found out that there were, uh, in the assessment, we had about three open-ended questions. It was for the entire organization. And we got 20 comments back that there was a manager who was making discriminatory comments to his, to his team. So we moved right into action, you know, as consultants coming to the organization saying this has to be dealt with. I mean, really marginalized, I mean, no tolerance behavior, right? So the CEO talks to his HR team and the HR team says, you know, we'll call over, we'll speak to some people that we know there and we'll, we'll just ask around. And, and I have to tell you, I was really taken aback because I would think that your posture or your stance would be, you know, we don't tolerate this here. So we're gonna, we don't wanna put someone, we don't wanna find someone guilty before we investigate, but this is incredibly important to us. And we're gonna make sure that no matter what, that we're facilitating people knowing the kind of standards and behavior we want in this organization. That's not what happened. So they investigated. I don't know how the investigation was run. I don't think it was run very well. They, um, they decided that the, the manager was not guilty of any infringements of any kind, which I find very hard to believe. And then what happened was that they moved him from where he was working to another facility. And what's egregious about that was he applied to be a manager in the other facility about a year ago and he didn't get that job. So they moved him over to a leader who they thought could deal with him. I put that in air quotes. And so what's worse about the situation is that not only did the organization take a stance of what they were willing to put up with or not. So even if this guy didn't do anything, let's just say for the sake of argument that he's innocent, but the organization never came out and said, we want you to know that we are really standards and boundaries around how we treat each other is first and foremost around here. And we will not tolerate bad behavior like this or bad behavior at all. So here's what we're instituting or here's what we're gonna do. Or, you know, it, it's, it was nothing like that was done. And instead, people who knew the situation intimately, which were very few people, basically saw that this guy got rewarded for bad behavior. And in the end, people think that he got promoted. Sure. It's not the kind of perspective you want out there. So, you know, it's, I think that we have to have a greater, uh, a less, we have to be more inquisitive and we have to have more of a, a lack of tolerant, tolerance when people are behaving really badly and call people out and pull people to task about it. So I think we've lost, I think we've lost sight of both of those to a degree. Right, and I think that's exactly the point. Um, okay, let's, let's take this discussion into the world of um, startup companies, small businesses, and uh, entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Because our listeners are primarily uh, small business owners, solopreneurs, people that 
are running um, very successful, but not necessarily large corporations. So um, how, how would you suggest that uh, somebody in that position can create dignity for themselves um, in their personal life as well as in their professional life? What are, what are two or three simple things that they can do? Uh, let's start with their personal life. What can they do to create dignity in their personal life? Well, I think that it's, it may, I would say in some respects, it's the same personally or professionally. I think you have to A, examine where um, do you have boundaries? And if, uh, and how you know is you can sit down and literally just type this into an app or type it into your laptop or just write it on a piece of paper if you want, is write down places where you're stressed. Where are you stressed in your personal life or business life? Just write it down. And then look at that list and say to yourself, where do I need boundaries where I currently don't have? What would that look like? What would I need to say? And who would I need to say it to? And what's the phases and stages? So, um, because sometimes you can't just say, I want someone to treat me differently and that's the end of it. You know, what does it really work? You know, lots of people who are married try that. <laughs> I tell you, I try that with my spouse. It doesn't work all the time. <laughs> so I would say that the first thing to do is just Sit down with a piece of paper, or like, like I said, an app, and just write down where are the places that you're stressed. Like I said, personal and professional. Then from there, say, where are your boundaries weak or, unex or they don't exist? And then write down where, if you put into place, would make a greater difference, and what would those boundaries be? And what's the timetable for you to actually start implementing them? So you may come up with a list of 20 things, but I would say just pick one or two, because what I find is when people start to implement boundaries, especially where their boundaries are weak or non-existent, you need to have an experience where you're being successful. So that's why I would say, start with low hanging fruit, start with a place where it could be easier to implement where you'll see success because that will bolster your confidence to do it in greater places and places that are more challenging. I think you could do that in both your personal life and professional life really simple and really easy excellent that sounds that sounds really good and um, we're going to take a short break when we come back we'll continue our conversation with esther weinberg stay tuned we'll be right back stay tuned for more of the entrepreneur effect when we return Celebrating the best in online advertising, the Web Marketing Association presents the 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Submit your banner ads, email ads, rich media, online newsletters, websites, and social media campaigns now by going to www.iacaward.org. Deadline for entries is January 31st, 2019. All winners will have their entry highlighted on the Internet Advertising Competition website, as well as receive a handsome trophy to display or a personalized certificate of achievement. Be honored among your online advertising peers by submitting your entry into the Web Marketing Association's 2018 Internet Advertising Competition Awards. Go to www.iacaward.org now. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business -business podcast network. We can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. 
now. Your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email brasco at wmr.fm and get your message delivered now. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's Dush Ramachandran. Welcome back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. My guest today is Esther Weinberg, and we're talking about the area of dignity. Um, and she is the founder of uh, Mindlight Group. So Esther, do you, um, now in, you, when we talked about uh, this prior to starting the show, hmm. you mentioned that um, through MindLife Group, your company, mm-hmm. you work with individuals, with corporations, and with teams. Um, if any of our listeners might be interested in getting in touch with you, a um, couple of quick questions. What would they expect to achieve? Um, because people rarely set out saying, you know, I need more dignity in my life. <laughs> I would say that's true. Right? Yeah. So yeah, of course. How would the problem manifest? So how does, how does a person know that they need to talk to you? Well, I often find that people come to me when there's something that's unsettling for them. <laughs> okay. Meaning that there is, um, well, in a few different ways. So it could be that um, they've gotten a, you know, there was a woman that I was talking to the other day that she just uh, had gotten this, this enormous international position and she's growing into her next level of leadership. And so how does she do that more thoughtfully? So that's one example. There was an example of a, um, of a company that called me because their CEO had actually stepped over their code of conduct and they had wanted for him to implement more. They didn't use the word dignity, but they wanted him to be a better communicator and for people to feel more safe and, and secure around him. And he was taking this very seriously also. And so does, how does he reinvent himself and how does he do that in a place of integrity? So I would say that people come to me when, when there's something that they either want to improve, they want to uh, strengthen, like the woman that I mentioned, mm-hmm. or if there's something that's completely amiss. Like I had, I had a, a, um, a chief marketing officer who came to me and said, look, you know, I've, been, I've had my leadership team for a long time, what I'm finding is they're engaging in behavior where they go around each other. They're not being honest with each other. Um, we have so much work to do and I can't have this happen anymore. But she kept tolerating it for years and years and years until they, the company got a new CEO. And then I went to her and I said, do you think you're gonna be able to tolerate these behaviors anymore? And she said, absolutely not. Because my, the expectations of me now has skyrocketed. 
So I can't tolerate this anymore. So that's why I find that people come to me. They come to me because they, they, may not, they don't use the word dignity per se, because I think it's a word to your point. I think it's a word that's unfamiliar to people right now or people sure. inherently expect themselves to have it, which everybody does. Right. It's a question of how they define it. So I would say that when I say, when I use the words trust, respect, and safety, then people go, oh yeah, it's, yeah, no, no, no. It's not safe for me to, to express myself to my boss. Well, you know, I, I tried implementing this idea and man, it went nowhere. So, you know, people, people talk to me, the demonstration of it, but that's why trust, respect, and safety is such a prominent thing. So I would say that people that are wanting that more effective, it comes down to business results because dignity, sometimes people will say is, sounds like a fluffy term, but it's not. If you have a team, like I had an organization that came to me and they said, we wanna be more innovative because our industry is, cannibal, is starting to be cannibalized and we need to generate more business ideas and more business products and services to generate more revenue. So when we were unpacking how people generate ideas, people were, being at fault for generating ideas that people didn't think was passing muster, whatever that meant. And so right away, there's no innovation. There's no safety to share your idea. You can't trust that they're gonna be honored anyway. So those are reasons why people will say that they'll come to me. Okay, and so uh, what's the best way for, uh, for a listener who's, who's intrigued, who says, well, this sounds like something I could use. What's the best way for them to engage with you? The easiest way is for them to contact me through the, our website at mindlightgroup.com, mind like your head, <laughs> light like a light bulb, group like all of us, mindlightgroup.com, and then we'll schedule some time to speak. Okay. And what can they, what can they expect um, as, a, as an outcome? Well, there's a few things. Well, it depends on what they want to achieve right away. You know, in the examples that I gave you, the, the chief marketing officer wanted greater alignment with her executive team so they actually can produce work faster, more strategically, and more creatively. And as a result of some of the work that we started doing, they started generating ideas that they had never had before and started seeing some of the most successful um, seasons that they had ever seen on air. So I would say that velocity in your work, I would say that um, seeing greater results, I would say being more strategic, being more agile in times of change. Um, I would say being able to communicate your point of view and your voice, uh, being able to influence because influ influential leadership is so critical, being able to influence people to your ideas and get greater buy-in. I'd say some of, those are some of the results. Excellent. And um, if, if people were to reach out to you mm. and you started to work with them, um, how long does this process typically take? Well, not to sound like an attorney, but it depends. <laughs> meaning sure. that, meaning that it depends on what you want to achieve. So, for example, we have four different um, dignity zone programs that we can deploy throughout an organization, from a baseline program up until a more advanced executive level program, and that gets to a wider base of your organization if you want to implement something like that inside. If you want to work with teams, there's lots of there's lots of work that we do strategically with executive leadership teams. And then if you say that you want to work one-off individually, like some of the examples I brought up before, then we'll partner individually and, and uh, get clear on what you want to achieve first, then be able to implement a plan in being able to achieve it and start executing on it. 
right. That sounds that sounds uh, like a really good solution. Um, Esther, thank you so much for taking the time to spend with us. This has been a real pleasure. And I would encourage our listeners to go to mindlightgroup.com and check out what uh, uh, Esther is saying. And um, while, while I have you, uh, take a moment to go to entrepreneureffectradio.com and tell us what you would like to hear about. If there's a particular person you'd like us to interview, tell us about that. If there's a particular topic you'd like uh, for us to cover on the show, uh, let us know and we'll be absolutely sure to do that. Esther, thank you. Thank you so much. Great pleasure. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.